Hi there. Welcome back. I am your host, Daryl Moody, and this is Not In The Mood. We're going to talk about working from home this week. Uh, Many of us are still doing that in the coronavirus pandemic. A lot of us are still at home. Uh, Our own uh, company just this week, Cox Media Group, announced that our offices here in Orlando will not be reopened to quote-unquote non-essential employees until the first quarter of 2021. We still have the fourth quarter of this year to get through before we even get into Q1 of 2021. That's when we'll start talking about bringing people back into the office. Now, I unfortunately am considered an essential employee as a reporter for WDBO. So I uh, have access to the building and I'm expected to work in the office. However, I'm also a divorced dad. So I've got two kids half the time and they're going to school remotely as we talked about last week. So I am not only working from home, I'm also playing school marm from home, trying to keep my two kids engaged and learning uh, and to, the, to my school district's credit, they've done a much better job uh, this fall than they did in the spring. My biggest complaint was that they didn't have uh, everything on the same platform and you were moving uh, from different software uh, platforms to the other trying to navigate the school day. And I will say to their credit, that has gotten a lot better. But as I've said before, working from home with kids is one thing. Working from home with kids who are also going to school is an entirely different animal. And I got to tell you, I've been doing this for almost six months now. I'm done. I, you know, we've got six weeks left of Orange County's launch at at home platform. And hopefully in October, my kids will be returning to school. But uh, until then, I've got at least six more weeks of this. And I happened to come across an interview uh, a few days ago talking to the founder of Travelocity.com. He's also the co-founder of Kayak.com. Those are two travel websites where you can go and book your uh, accommodations for vacations. His name's Terry Jones. He's also on a book tour. He's got a book out right now, Disruption Off. We didn't talk about the book. I don't really like talking to authors and then giving them the platform to to pitch their books. As far as I'm concerned, you're talking to me. You're going to talk to what I want to talk to you about. So what I wanted to talk to Terry Jones about was just how our work lives have been changed by the coronavirus pandemic. And I wanted to look ahead. How is this going to change the way we work moving forward? Well, I think as people talk about going back to work, it's certainly going to be a hybrid approach. Some people will stay working at home. Some will come in. About 44% of Americans are afraid to go back in. And maybe they don't have to because work from home is working well enough that 70% of large companies are saying even after a vaccine, they're not going to bring everybody back in. Uh, some people will work from home. For those who do want to come in, I was just doing a program an hour ago with Cisco and looking at their technology. You're going to have to use technology to show that you're safe, whether it's contactless entry, whether it's temperature checks, whether it's air filtration. There's lots to do. Um, and there's also something many people aren't thinking about. As you gather this health information on your employees, privacy and security, that information is going to be key. Uh, we, don't, we don't want that getting out. Um, I, I think the other big thing that's happening is that um, most companies are accelerating their digital transformation, whether that's e-commerce or curbside delivery or virtual meetings. All of that is moving very, very quickly. Um, my book, Disruption Off, is about that. It was written before COVID, but all the topics in there about the technologies that are changing the workforce aren't slowing down. They're actually going faster. So what are, beyond just the transition of, of, of 
digital technologies and, and businesses having more at their disposal and more for their ultimately for their employees to use, what other things are businesses doing now to innovate? Well, um, you know, in, including those technologies, I have a friend in Chevy Chase who called his grocery for delivery, and it came by a delivery wagon. That was prohibited before. That's allowed now. So rules are changing. CVS is using drones to deliver drugs in Florida uh, to retirement communities, so they don't have to go into that community and disrupt it. People are using 3D printers instead of long supply chains. Um, I think the other big thing that's happening is that businesses, particularly those hard hit in the travel industry like I'm in, um, are working hard to how do we engender trust to get people to come back. Delta announced today they're keeping middle seats open through September. Um, United and American aren't. One of them is wrong, right? One of them is not uh, is not going to win. I'm not sure which. I, I would go for the one with the middle seat open myself. Destinations are doing the same thing. Hotels are talking about what they're doing. Uh, United is partnering with Clorox. A lot of this is about convincing people who are worried that, you know, it can be okay. So I think businesses have to look at who's leading, what's changing, what's working, uh, and understand that these kind of moments change businesses forever. We don't go backwards after them. So who do you want to be like um, and who do you think is winning and try to be like them? Do you see any challenges that lie ahead? Oh, there's tons of challenges that lie ahead. This is not going away anytime soon. If we think about the level of security that came in after 9-11, it didn't go away a year later, right? So this is going to continue. I think the next thing that's going to happen now that many people are working virtually and that's going to continue is what's best practice for working from home. Uh, how do I motivate people to work from home? I'm, I'm a motivational speaker. Obviously, I'm not going out <laughs> to do that. But I'm doing some events digitally. That's going to have to continue. Um, you saw car dealers who were fighting Tesla selling cars online. Now in three states, all the car dealers are getting together saying, we want to do that too. Um, so I think people have to look at what kind of risks am I going to have to take and what kind of experiments should I be doing because we don't know what's next and we don't know how long this is going to last. And the only thing we do know is that what we did before is probably not going to continue to work. So I talk in my book about risk and experimentation. Um, I, I was working with IBM. They just did a survey. Forty percent of the people they surveyed have tried telemedicine. Most of them want to continue. Telemedicine was prohibited before. So that's going to help with health care, but it's also going to disrupt health care. Right? Remote education, the same thing. I'm on the board of a remote education company. We train people to be coders and programmers in a year. Our business is booming. So some businesses are doing great. Other ones are going to have to rethink how they approach business because the old way just isn't going to work in this new world. So not sure if you caught that, but Terry Jones said he's a motivational speaker in addition to an author and all these other things that he does. He's a motivational speaker. So I asked him, I said, okay, you're a motivational speaker. Imagine you're talking to a guy working two jobs from home, helping to teach his kids part-time at his wit's end, ready to just give up on all of this stuff. How in the world do you tell that guy to keep going? How do you tell that guy to stay the course? Boy, it, I, it's, it's a tough pep talk to give because 
we're, we're going to have to get through this. But look at the other battles we've been through, you know, in this country, whether it's 9-11 or World War II. Um, this country is awfully resilient. We can rise to these moments, and we just have to think through how can we do that. You know, am I, am I going to homeschool my kids rather than doing it virtually? Maybe. Um, but we have to look at the other uh, other side. You know, it looks like there's a good chance there will be a vaccine. This thing will end. It's not forever. So in these kind of crises in the past, we've got to suck it up for a few years to get out the other side. That's not much of a pep talk. But, you know, we're training people, for example, at my company, you're saying, hey, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to become, in a year, I'm going to work to become a coder, and I'm going to come out, and then I can work from home and be with my kids both. So there are businesses that are changing. There will be light at the end of the tunnel. But I think if we keep doing things the same way, it's going to be a very tough couple of months for many businesses. Okay, so if I'm being honest, that wasn't much of a motivational speech. I don't feel any more motivated to do this after hearing that. But I don't have a choice. My kids need me. My boss needs me. I need my paycheck. So I'm going to keep plugging away. Fortunately, I've only got about six weeks left. And my kids will eventually go back to school. My office will eventually reopen to all essential and non-essential employees. That's going to happen eventually. So I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to stay the course. I'm going to keep with it. I'm going to keep plugging away. I'm going to keep apologizing to my kids every day for screaming at them. And hopefully, life will eventually return to normal. 